What is going on, everybody? This is Mike Hughes, and you're listening to Mike on the Mic, everything sports-related podcast. Today is December 19, 2021, Sunday, NFL football day. You know, we had a lot of games last night um, that were supposed to go on, and we ended up only having one, and it was the New England Patriots versus the Indianapolis Colts. And let me tell you, this game did not let down. Even though there were some games postponed because of COVID, it was an amazing game. Jonathan Taylor, my favorite running back and player in this league other than George Kittle. Um, you know, what an amazing, amazing game. He had a 60 plus yard touchdown to the house to seal the game. There was a blocked punt that was returned for a touchdown. The New England Patriots were coming back from a 20 point deficit. They were down 20 to zero and climbed their way all the way back. It was an amazing day of games. Um, And before we get into anything talking about today and what's been going on in Chicago as of recent, because the Bears do not play today. They will be playing tomorrow night against Kirk Cousins on Monday Night Football. It is going to be great. It is going to be one hell of a matchup. I can't wait for it. But before we get into that, let's talk about our sponsor for today's video, Bench Mob Chicago. Bench Mob Chicago is one of the greatest fan pages of Chicago Bulls bench in the entire universe. I love everything about it. You can follow them on Facebook, Instagram, any social media platform, or on their website, BenchMobChicago.com. BenchMob Chicago is one of the greatest to keep up to date with everything Chicago Bulls related. They play fun games like Bench Mobber of the Night. The other night, it was Alex Caruso. He had an amazing game. He's one of the best bench players of the Chicago Bulls that night. You know, we haven't had a Bulls game in a very long time, but tonight they face off against the Los Angeles Lakers. DeMar DeRozan is back. Kobe White is back. Javante Green is back. And hopefully very soon, Zach Levine will be returning as well from COVID-19. We haven't seen a game of Chicago Bulls play in almost a week now. I'm very excited to watch them play. So definitely, again, thank you, Benchmob Chicago. They make amazing merch. Check out their merch. They have wristbands. They have hoodies. They have T-shirts. They have sweaters. Um, I believe they're coming out with stickers and other stuff. They are an amazing company with, ran by amazing people. So thank you, Benchmob Chicago, for sponsoring this video as always. With that being said, let's get back into the video. Today's episode, ladies and gentlemen, even though it's Sunday and we should be talking about football, whether that be with the 49ers, will they play Trey Lance, will they play Jimmy G, who, what's going on moving forward, who, what's going on with Indianapolis, what's going on with other teams, we are going to dive into that in another episode. But today... Special video is Carlos Correa to the Chicago Cubs. I am so excited to continue to talk about this and it's getting teased. I know the MLB lockout is such a bitch. It is such a bitch. I hate every single part of it. Um, I understand, don't get me wrong, what it stands for and what the players are trying to do, what the owners are trying to do, what the league is trying to do. Um, it, it all it all is a business at the end of the day. But as a fan's perspective, you just want to know where these guys are going to go. You want to buy your favorite player's new jersey on the new team he's on or if he's on your team. Um, and, and it's really unfortunate for me to be able to say that, you know, we don't know where half of these guys are going to go. We don't know where Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo, Jock Peterson, um, you know, Carlos Correa, so on and so forth, where all these guys are going. And, and it's a big deal. It really is. Clayton Kershaw is another one. We have no idea where he's going. Um, but with that being said, we had a little bit of a tease, a little bit of a tease. You know, they, they were they were helping us out just a little bit. Um, you know, one of my favorite tweets, it was, here's how great Chicago Cubs fans are. Um, and this is no shot at the Chicago White Sox fans, but they, one, they don't want him. Um, two, Maybe they do. I don't know. It's, it's a mixed emotions because of the cheating scandal in Houston. Um, so the American League tends to hate it a lot more than the National League, unless you're the Dodgers. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a situation to where Cubs fans changed the words of Gloria in Exilis Dio to Correa 
come play in Chicago. That was all over Fox Sports MLB last night. Um, and, I, and if I read that very slowly, it's because I always forget the name of that song. Um, you know, the glorious song. You, you know the Christmas song. And if you don't, ch- definitely check it out. Uh, it's, it's a good song. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's not something I would have on my playlist, but it's definitely a good song uh, if you like Christmas music. So I love Christmas music. I'm just saying, you know, year-round. It's not traditionally a song I'd be playing all the time. Um, but Carlos come, or Correa come play in Chicago, I'll bump that joint every single day of the week. And they're doing it in front of the big tree downtown. I loved every second of it. They're doing it by Wrigleyville. They're doing it everywhere. They're Christmas caroling. Correa come play in Chicago. And who retweets it? Carlos fucking Correa. He said, happy holidays to you all with a Christmas tree emoji and a blue heart. Not a red heart. A blue cubby heart. I love every second of it. I love every second of it. And this isn't the first time that we've had these conversations. Marcus Stroman tried recruiting Carlos Correa immediately after getting signed. And Carlos Correa did retweet it and clap back about it and had a conversation with him about it. So that was very interesting. Um, you know, not a, we, we forget that Marcus Stroman even is a part of the Chicago Cubs because of how fast the lockout happened immediately after. Um, but what an amazing, amazing tease that is. I love that. I love every part of that. So in all seriousness, how serious should we take this? How should we approach this? What do we think? Now, my buddy Adam, you know, he's a diehard White Sox fan, Mm, question mark, but he's definitely a White Sox fan. He's been a White Sox fan all of his life. I only say question mark because they've been making him go through it lately. Um, He's very upset with the way this organization is trying to run its core. Um, And, and you know, I I feel for him. I feel for him. You know, you want to bring back Carlos Rodon. You want to bring in Correa. You want to bring in um, Max Scherzer. You want to bring in Grossman. You want to bring in all those guys. And then they don't. So Adam's definitely still a diehard White Sox fan. He's just very upset with them at the moment. Um, but he even made it to the point to where he's kind of saying, you know, when, when you really look at it, he's just doing that to kind of build value and, and to build more teams to pull in, to be interested, to kind of, you know, full, uh, turn their hand on that. They, they want them to kind of hurry up the process and, and maybe offer a little bit more money than they would have if they didn't know he was interested in going to the Cubs. So I, I definitely get it from that perspective. Um, but I also think, you know, from what we've heard about Carlos Correa wanting to go to the Cubs, you know, he loves Wrigley Field. He loves, you know, the history and the historic atmosphere that it brings the fan base. Um, here's here's the biggest thing, though. And, and to me, I think it's it's definitely the question of the hour. Um, you know, a lot of people have asked me, do you want Carlos Correa? Not me personally. Um, when I think if I would want Carlos Correa or not, the same question comes in my head. And I understand that he cheated. I understand it. I get it. Um, It makes sense. But at the end of the day, when you truly do look at it, it is is an interesting conversation to see how good he actually is overall. Now, I get, you know, the 2017 World Series – um, the buzzers, the, the trash cans, all that shit that happened in Houston. Um, there, there's no excuse for it. There's no excuse for it, and there's nothing that can make an excuse for it. So I definitely get where you're coming from if you are not a Carlos Correa fan. Uh, he's made comments about Derek Jeter. He's made comments about other people that are respected throughout this league. Um, you know, he said Derek Jeter didn't deserve to be a gold glove winner. Um, you know, so and he's a five-time gold, gold glove winner. And there's definitely... 
a conversation to be made about if his if his defense is overrated or not. Like a lot of people say, you know, the mid jump, the air jeter kind of trademark of him jumping in order to do that. Um, you know, it, it's it's definitely something to to say. Did he have the arm strength to really make that throw? So that's why he did the jumping motion. Uh, there's that's a whole conversation for a different day. Um, but I, I definitely wouldn't go out there and just disrespect him entirely and say that he's a bad player. Um, I think that's very, it was very out of pocket. Um, but yeah, Carlos Correa as a whole, you know, his career is a 277 batting average. Uh, he's had over 133 home runs, 781 hits, and over 2,800 plus at-bats. 2,824 at-bats, to be uh, correct. He has a 34.1 war um, which is fucking insane. He had a 7.2 last season, uh, 26 home runs, batted 279 uh, with 155 hits. But um, he's only been in the league since 2015. He's only been in the league since 2015. If I'm not mistaken, he is 26 years old or, 20, or 28 years old, um, 27 years old. Yeah, okay. He just turned 27 in September on September 22nd uh, and born in 94. Um, but yeah, that's, that's one of my biggest things right now. You know, when you look at the overall awards, in his first season, he was ranked 24th in MVP candidate as a rookie. You know, he won Rookie of the Year. Um, he was an All-Star in 2017. He came 17th in MVP voting. Um, he came 5th in MVP voting in 2021. He was an All-Star and had a gold glove. Um, you know, this guy, this guy is an amazing, amazing player. There's no question about it. Um, I love everything about him. I love his game. He's a two-time All-Star, and and you know you just you just can't knock the guy if it wasn't for the the scandal, and, and it wasn't all him. Like let's be real. Now here's what I will say: Do I forgive him for what he did? No, because he didn't take ownership to any of that. To be honest with you, the only person that really admitted to cheating um you know and their apology felt a little bit more sincere than others was Alex Bregman I felt like Alex Bregman kind of said all the right things um but the rest of them you know Altuve uh Correa and others they didn't they really didn't uh it was bad it was a bad look they were just denying it or they were talking shit and they were doing other shit like Bregman at least went out there and kind of like said exactly what he did um and, and I respect him for that but Everyone else in that Houston Astros organization, that's why you bring in um, a Dusty Baker who's so respected, who's so loved, who's such a fan favorite, because you're trying to save the whole entire fucking franchise. Like, let's be real. You're trying to save that. Um, but they're all still World Series champions. And if you ask me, personally speaking, um, I don't think they needed the cheat that year. I do think the other years, probably. Um, but that year specifically, especially with all the hurricanes and disasters and catastrophic uh, events that were happening in Houston... Um, in 2017, remember, it was Houston Strong. They were winning it for them. There was their first ever uh, World Series championship, and they were doing it for them. Um, so with, with all of that and the fact that they're just a very talented baseball team, I, I don't think they really needed to cheat in order to be the, a very young Dodgers team. Now, later on, you know, obviously there's a conversation to be made if, if they did or if they didn't. Um, but at that point in time, I think they would have been just fine without cheating. But that, that, we'll never know. That's the problem is we'll never know. Um, but Carlos Correa to the Chicago Cubs and what that means for this rebuild or technically retooling, um, I think it speaks volumes. I think, and, and I'll go out there and I'll say it like this, like I, I will stand by this. If the Chicago Cubs get Carlos Correa and somehow, some way a DH is instilled, 
into this program, into this league, in, in, in for the National League, that being not the uh, you know baseball league. But um, if we could do that, I think we have potential to be a playoff contender. Now, by no means am I saying a World Series contender, but definitely a playoff contender. Now, hear me out when I say this. Patrick Wisdom was a dog last year, right? Absolute animal, absolute beast. No question about it. He's our third baseman. No doubt. You know, you have Carlos Correa. You have Nick Madrigal, who's a walking hit. You have Nico Horner, who's an amazing defensive player and a walking hit. You have Frank Schwindel. You know what I mean? Like, you have Clint Frazier. You have potentially Brennan Davis. You have Wilson Contreras, Jan Gnomes. Um, you know, the list goes on and on. Ian Hatt, Jason Hayward. Then you look at the rotation, though. The rotation is the strongest part of this entire team, without question. Now, you have Wade Miley, you have Marcus Stroman, you have Kyle Hendricks, you had Albert Alzala, you have potentially Braylon Marquez coming up. Maybe we'll see by midseason what happens with that. Um, you know, most likely in the bullpen, I would say, like give him a chance to be in the bullpen. Um, but, you know, you have a lot of guys, a lot of guys to work with now. And, and I'm really excited about it. And I'm really thinking at the end of the day, one of the biggest things to me right now is just bringing guys in. I think you have to bring in a Carlos Correa. You need to have someone who is the face of your franchise. Because right now, Wilson Contreras is liking tweets about him getting traded. So if something happens with Wilson, no one's going to want to come to Chicago because there's no level of trust. Now, if you give Carlos Correa a 7- to 10-year deal, give him the money he wants, then I get it. Guys are going to say, okay, they're changing the way they think. Jed Hoyer's changing the way he thinks. He's trying to build something. He only wants the guys that he wants, and it's not that he didn't want Rizzo Bryant, Baez, Contreras. It's that he wanted to build it his own way. Um, so that, that speaks volumes to me, number one. But overall, I think if you could bring back Anthony Rizzo, if you could bring in Carlos Correa, Anthony Rizzo, Marcus Stroman, and Clint Frazier, that is an amazing offseason. And Anthony Rizzo on a two-year deal, three-year deal, relatively cheap, I think that's fucking solid. I think that's the best move you can potentially make, you know, without, without question. Um, so, yeah, I'm really excited for it. I really love everything I'm seeing so far right now. Um, you know, with that being said, though, I, I think we're a ways away from coming to a deal with Carlos Correa. So I would be very patient. Um, I just wanted to give this little update and give this little conversation piece with you guys. See what you guys think in the comments. Um, until we get more, we'll definitely have that conversation another day. With that being said... Happy holidays. I hope everyone has a safe and healthy week. Go Bears. You know what I mean? Like, if, if we give Kirk Cousins, what is it, his second Monday night football win? His second? He's like 2-11, and 11, I believe. He had 0-10 and 10 for the longest time. So, let's be real. Let's be real here. If we give him both of his only Monday night football wins, Nagy needs to be fired on the spot. But with that being said, this is Mike Hughes from Mike on the Mic. Peace, ladies and gentlemen. Have an amazing football Sunday.